I am Pooja Sharma of IBS Intelligence and you are listening to IBS iViews podcast. Joining me today is Vineet Sukumar, founder and CEO of Vivriti Capital. Vivriti Capital is a fintech and BFC that aims to bring necessary debt financing to hundreds of mid-market enterprises across India. Vivriti Capital has over last 5 years built a highly successful franchise with 900 million of portfolio as well as 800 clients across more than 40 sectors and 26 states. Vivriti focuses deeply on investment in technology underwriting and distribution. Before we deep dive into the mid-market lending opportunity in India, do you want to access a multi-billion dollar fintech opportunity in the Middle East or India? If your answer is yes, then join Cedar IBSI Fintech Lab and fast track your journey of market expansion with us. As a Fintech Lab member, you have the access to skilled mentors and have the opportunity to learn, network and collaborate with like-minded individuals. Building your knowledge base skills and connection visit www.cedaribsifintechlab.com now back to our conversation with vineet sukumar founder and ceo vivriti capital uh, i would like to start with uh, the mid market lending opportunity in india what is the size of the market and what is the future the mid market lending ecosystem in india is a 230 billion dollar market that number represents the outstanding debt for approximately 15000 companies that constitute india's mid market this market borrows an incremental amount of 75 to 80 billion dollars annually so if we had to crystallize the opportunity size it would be a 400 billion dollar total addressable market across 15000 companies over a five year period by its sheer size this market dwarfs most other lending markets in india as an example the indian microfinance industry has approximately 50 billion dollars of outstanding debt which is less than uh, 20% of what i said is the mid market space right so that gives you a sense of really how large an opportunity we are speaking about why is this interesting because after almost 8 uh, years india is finally waking up to a very significant growth opportunity india's capital expenditure cycle has been rekindled india is now on a path to become the third largest economy by gdp india is today shining in terms of growth rates while the rest of the developed world is not looking great as present india's uh, political heft today is far larger than ever before and finally the sheer demographic promise that india has gives plenty of reasons for indian companies to build products and build capacity to cater to this market and therefore we as a firm are extremely excited about the promise that they that they get with market spaces what are the specific needs and challenges for mid market credit access because uh, vivitri is very much into uh, underwriting and distribution vivitri capital and vivitri asset management are focused on providing debt finance to mid market and hence i'll focus on the financing challenges that this market has this space today uh, constitutes companies that have let us say revenues of uh, weighted average 100 to 1000 crores in general and potentially vintage of 5 to 50 years as well now it's a very wide landscape typically if you look at a life cycle of such a company such a company typically attracts 
uh, working capital finance with providing property as collateral from a neighborhood bank. And once uh, that collateral is provided, typically these companies need to grow through equity only. And which means that the rate of growth is very, very, very slow. If all your long-term needs such as capital expenditure, marketing expenses, growth, people, expanding working capital have to went through equity, then you're limited by, let us say, your family wealth, your inheritance, and the profit of the business. Now, this is a, this is a very deep-rooted problem. To explain this in numbers, uh, out of the 15,000 odd mid-market enterprises I outlined, more than 7,000 do not have access to term debt at all. The remaining 8,000 have insufficient access to mid-market. And what this means as a result is that growth is stalled. And that's exactly the problem that today Vibhuti is setting itself up to solve. RBI uh, recently announced that uh, they want to caution against lending exuberance, right? Basically slow down based on unsecured credit growth. How do you see it unfold in the future? So, Pooja, RBI's concern is uh, with the consumer lending market, which today has uh, grown very fast, and not with the enterprise lending market at all. In fact, if you look at RBI data and commentary over the last three years to five years, you will consistently see that bank lending to mid-market has been the slowest growth across all segments of bank lending. So, RBI, in fact, has incentivized companies to uh, lenders like us or large banks to lend to mid-market by providing access to subsidized funding, priority sector, credit loss guarantees, and so on, as well as creating large DFIs like SIPI and uh, NAPFID, which can help us reach these markets by providing refinancing lines or NABAR. So enterprise lending is not on RBI's radar from an exuberance perspective. Enterprise lending is an RBS radar from an insufficiency perspective. That's where I think there's a huge gap to be filled. The mid-market lending space is untapped potential, right? There are only existence of five to eight NBFC in the space. You're, you're right that there are very, very few players who today cater to mid-market. Through our work, we aim to change that. We aim to make this market attractive. And to our mind, I think we need at least 20, 30 more Vivritis to really make a significant difference to the space. Sometimes when I look at the, take an outside in view, it seems like mid-market lending today is where affordable housing finance was 10 years back or where microfinance was 15 years back. When there were very, very few players and the space itself had not built uh, enough credibility. Right Now, what are we trying to do? We are trying to bring in completely bottom-up underwriting culture. We are trying to bring in strong acquisition strength in terms of going deep into the country and finding where these new market companies exist, where do they work, how do we access them, how do we understand their business. We are trying to build, build in the ability to have a strong distribution engine so that we can keep raising money to lend into this market. We are trying to build strong product capability. A mid-market company should have exactly the same set of services that a Reliance or a Tata has. And therefore, today, we are providing them access to term loans, to bonds, to commercial paper, to securitization, to supply chain finance, to leasing, to equipment finance. So we are trying to open out a host of products so that these they get exactly the same attention that ICICI Bank would give to a Tata. Right? So acquisition, credit, underwriting, 
large portfolio management, distribution, product capability. These are all the hacks that we need to put into place that we do a good job at accessing this market. So basically banking the unbanked, that is the larger theme. Moving forward, AI and uh, generative AI and all the newer technology coming coming in place. And how do you see AI for your business? How do you plan to leverage newer technology? I think it's important to note that uh, most of the advances that have happened in in technology in the last seven, eight years have focused on consumer credit and payments. Very, very little has happened in the area of enterprise finance. Having said that, India has... uh, the largest data platform that exists in any market globally for corporate credit. Let me illustrate. Today, using digitized bank statements and digitized GST statements, I am able to recreate the income statement of a company. Today, using market data such as, has a company paid its provident fund on time? Has a company paid taxes on time? Is there any litigation for or against the company? All these data sets are available at a click of a button. And if we are networked very well into that ecosystem, we can get very clear early warning signals. Today, the data sets allow us to identify if any related party transactions have been done by a company to any of its related parties, which should not have been done in the ordinary course of business. All of this can be accessed by us today just using APIs integrated into the data ecosystem and then building a lot of intelligence on it in terms of pattern recognition, in terms of flags that that outline what are the courses of action to be taken if such an event occurs, right? Now, to to add to this, we're building a lot of capability to model data. We are today lending to a company across multiple products. The repayment data across all these products put together will give us several thousand data points that can be used to model risk at a very granular level, right? We are also intending to use uh, AI for acquisition and diligence. For example, our ability to conclude a client onboarding at, say, one-tenth the time that a bank would otherwise take, right? Requires us to use AI for efficient report writing, for uh, managing large data sets and analyzing large data sets, right? And reaching conclusions. Uh, we also use a lot of technology for product delivery uh, across most of the products we do. So yes, I think uh, so. I think data, AI, and tech have a significant role to play in our business. What is the future of debt management and distribution of finance? How do you see it will unfold in 2024? I think platforms will play a very significant role. Uh, steadily, the days of doing completely bilateral negotiations, collecting data at the customer premises, analyzing data through reams of paper and Excel sheets, communication through email channels, delivery of legal contracts by physical signature, all these are going to become relics of the past. The client will be acquired online, data will be exchanged over a platform, Uh, there will be plugins and APIs to the company's own ERP as well as external data systems, a system will substantially write 75% of the report and the analyst fills in the rest. The product delivery is going to be completely online. Legality will be used or you know, digital documentation will be done to be able to sign, right? Monitoring will be done through data, right? And subsequent product delivery will happen, will happen at the click of a button. What will also happen is that packaging and putting together these 
uh, loan contracts into securities that can then be sold to raise liquidity for the lending organization that will also move to platforms right so i think while lending is in my opinion in my considered opinion always a digital business you should never lose a touch point with the client but the role of technology is moving up from 10% to 20% to 50% to 70% and that's very welcome because it improves efficiency it improves scale it improves customer experience it improves risk management it it improves distribution on every aspect tech can be good thank you so much vineet vineet sukumar founder and ceo vivriti capital